Hey, what's happening? How you doing? You hanging in there? Hanging in? Hanging on? Tough out there. And then 2020 has been a hell of a year. Thank God it's almost over. Or uh, Yahweh or um, Wu-Tang. Thank Wu-Tang. Pray to the Wu. All right, let's start the show. Let's get it. Welcome to Stone Sports. I am your host, Bert. I have with me, as always, my co-host, Double. Say what up, Dubs. Trust boots you. Oh, okay. okay. And, and, and my other host, the mother of Chechnya himself. Say what up, Meech. What up? All right, boys. So um, all we really have to talk about today is football mainly. But before we talk about that, well, I guess it's sort of inadvertently talking about it. Did you watch the game on Sunday? Absolutely. Did it was you? well, so I watched when it was a game. As soon as it became not a game anymore right. and just ravaging, I turned it off as did the rest of America. Yeah, did you see the PS5 adverts though cuz they got me mega hype. Everything I see about the PS5 gets me <laughs> mega hype. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I'm Beach excited is for like that next Team console, Xbox. <laughs> I don't know much about either, but I'm going PS uh, PS5 to play with you assholes. Some of us are more simple-minded than others, and it's okay, Meech. Yeah, I don't know why you'd want the Xbox, dude. Like, I've said before, like, off the air, it's it looks like a bathroom trash can. <laughs> I actually think it looks clean. I think the, the cube design is clean. Plus, I just keep going back to those Halo days, basically. Like, that's what I want to get back to, and I it's associate so those with Xbox. Yeah, it's, so that's nah, that's I why mean, Xbox still has a special place in my heart. Yeah, no, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm definitely going to get the PS5 first, but uh, I might get an Xbox 2 just to play Halo. Because the new Halo well, looks I like, mean, I mean, it looked to me like it was going to be lit. I saw a bunch of haters in the Twitter sphere saying it looked whack, but to me it looked, it looked like it was going to be dope, so... Yeah, I mean, you know, it's got to be cheap enough so you can buy one aftermarket. You know, right. after a year or two, they'll drop yeah. it by two hundred dollars, probably. Yeah, exactly. So I, yeah, I don't know if I want to wait that long, though, dude. Because you know, like you get on and then you just get like you're like the ultimate noob. You're like ultimo noob, and everybody else is like already a seasoned vet. So yeah, I, I you're don't level know. one still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we used to do that shit to people on Overwatch. Be like, yeah, get exactly. the fuck out of here. Fuck out of my- I'm yeah. <laughs> Double's like the most toxic Overwatch player in history. Well, I don't know. Frodo's. Yeah, I mean, I give him a run for his money, but yeah, he's he's a little bit worse than me. <laughs> all right, all right. That's an, that's enough talk about the consoles. Let's uh, let's get to the games. So, I mean, like we said earlier, there's no point in really uh, talking about the uh, Buccaneers game. It was. It wasn't a game. It really, it really. I don't understand, like. <laughs> My only, I think I wrote down like one question when I was watching it, which was like, "How is this happening?" I mean, I, I'm not <laughs> saying the Saints are terrible. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like the Bucks, like 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 you said off air double, like they did not look like a professional football team. They looked like a JV team. It yeah. was really ugly. Yeah, it was it was real bad. It was real bad. So we'll we'll gloss over that. No need to talk about the shit show. And uh, we can move on to um, Thursday's game, the prediction for Thursday's game, which is the uh, Colts and we're gonna versus go, the Titans, right? We're going to go head-to-head on our picks, correct, Meech? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. All right. <clears throat> well, I'll kick it off. I got the Colts against the Titans, 5-3, and three, Indianapolis. 
They struggled last week against the Ravens. They got blanked in the second half. The offense didn't look good or efficient. Rivers needs to protect the ball, and he needs to find somebody to make a play because T.Y. Hilton isn't going to do it anymore. Um, The Titans, only two Titans have more than one sack this season, and that's Harold, uh, Harold Landry and Justin Simmons. The Titans' defense is tied for third in takeaways, and they're tied for second with nine interceptions this season. So that highlights the point that Rivers needs to take care of the ball if they want to win this game, but I think he's going to bounce back here. Yeah, I saw a bunch of people, too, talking about how they should like potentially just get rid of him and kind of move on, which I think Meech actually mentioned last week on the show. So Yeah, you, you need to move on from him. He's not, he's not good. And... Uh, He's old, but I I honestly think Ten the Titans will actually win this brutal. matchup. You do, yeah. Please I like, explain. I I just think they're a better team. I mean, they have weeks like the Buccaneers had last week where they just don't show up to games sometimes. But right. I mean, overall, I think their body of work. I think I, I I just think they're a better team than the Colts for sure. Um, especially if the Colts defense does what it did, um, last week. I, I think the Titans will just blow them out of the water and then you know just attach the uh the train cars to uh to henry and just King run henry. all over them yeah no I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you to be to be completely honest i that don't would... uh i don't see the game going the other way so doubles the odd man out there um Colts. <laughs> yeah i guess uh after that we have uh houston and cleveland uh meet you want to uh take it away there uh you know i i um I, I like the Browns. I think I think they're they're going to win this one. They looked a lot. They they've looked more in sync at least. They they've definitely found more of a rhythm without OBJ there. Um, and I think it will continue this week. Um, Baker Mayfield just got. I, I believe he needs one more day and he'll get off the list. Uh, if he didn't get off today, I can't remember. But uh, yeah, I, I think the Browns will win that one. And I think that the, the uh, Browns will look good in that game. The Browns are looking at Nick Chubb coming back too this week and that would be a huge boost to their offense because the time that he's been gone they haven't had a real reliable weapon on the ground baker mayfield and the offense have really relied on home runs but as have the texans they have will fuller and brandon cooks who are both in the top 10 for targets of over 20 yards and yeah i mean they gotta wait you're you're saying that the browns haven't had a reliable running game without chubb yeah i mean that's pretty obvious I don't think that's true. I think Hunt's not doing too bad. He's not doing too bad, but Nick Chubb was in the top five for yards per carry before he went down. Yeah, I mean, I said last week, and I mean, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but like every time I watch the Texans play, I'm I'm just like, this is fucking dull, and and it's a, it just they don't seem that like I don't know. And just the other day, I got a I got a notification the other day saying a J.J. Watt trade in the offseason to a contender is imminent. So even that guy wants out. Yeah, Houston exactly. is nice. I mean, who, who, who can blame him, right? Who can blame but him? to add on to that game from a fantasy yeah. standpoint, Duke Johnson is a must pick up for fantasy this week because David Johnson is out and Duke Johnson is available in most leagues. Dumb. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always loved Duke Johnson. Um, before Mr. Hyde ruined my fantasy hopes and dreams last year, I drafted him like third um, with my third pick, not third overall. <laughs> but uh, I, I've always been a big Duke Johnson fan, so I think he's he's going to do well. I think he's a versatile back. We might need him in Philly. Wink, wink. Uh, no, but, gosh. yeah, no, he's definitely going to get them back on track. A nod's as good as a wink to a blind bat. Plus, that's such a dope-ass name. 
Um, I guess after that, we have the Washington football team and uh, the Detroit Lions. So, uh, Double, why don't you uh, start us off there? All right. Well, Washington is 0-4 this season against non-divisional opponents, and both of these teams are really not good. And when you come, when you boil this matchup down, it comes down to Alex Smith and Matthew Stafford, and I'm going to take Matthew Stafford nine times out of ten in that matchup. So I'm going to go with Detroit. Yeah, I'm, I'm on your <laughs> side. What about you, Meech? Yeah, I mean the the Detroit Lions should win this, but I mean leave it to them to maybe lose it. I, I'm still taking them. <laughs> But I wouldn't be shocked if I look up and I see the score on Sunday and just see them getting ravaged by a Washington football team that has no reason to be with them. But I, I think the Lions will win. I just think they might give up more. It might be a closer game than you would think just looking at these teams. Can we just start calling them Washington Football Club? And like maybe it'll like if we put that out into the catch ether, on. it'll like catch on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people had to have done that when they were trying to decide on a name and with something so close to WFC, they just they still fucked it up. Leave it to Daniel Snyder to find a way to fuck it up. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I, we talked about this last week. We don't need to keep beating this dead horse, but it's just such a stupid, stupid, stupid name. Um, I guess after that, the next game on the list is uh, Tampa Bay and Carolina. So, um, Dubs, why don't you start us off? Talk about beating a dead horse. (laughs) (laughs) They they looked more than dead against the Saints last week. It was so bad, dude. It was so bad, that game. And, like, I don't know, like, when I watched it, it looked like, um, this is so cliche. Like, it makes me sound like some stupid fucking beat writer but like it really did look like the saints just wanted to win the game like they wanted it more you know i hate it when people say that but it really did look that way yeah i mean well didn't i mean mccaffrey won't be in the game coming up so i think the bucks are going to take that one i think they're gonna rebound from that performance against the saints where they looked super out of sync and i think they're gonna come back and uh beat the panthers here with mccaffrey out i mean they they did all right with McCaffrey out, but still, I think the Bucks are not going to come back with another loss a week after uh, the debacle yeah. against the Saints. Yeah, I'm, and Bra- I'm, I'm with you, Meech. Brady's got Brown, Evans, and Godwin for the first time this season altogether. Yeah, and yeah. McCaffrey's out. Is it a shoulder injury? Wasn't it? A, was it a shoulder injury? Yeah, I think they said AC joint injury. Um, but, I mean, the coach didn't sound optimistic at all about yeah. him playing. So, he said, I believe you probably won't see him this week and we'll see going forward. But McCaffrey's going to be out of that one. So, I think that and, – and I just don't think the Bucks are going to lose that badly and then turn around and lose again. I, I don't think they'll do that. Yeah, speaking of injuries, did you see the um, update on, on what's-his-name from WFC? They said he has to get surgery. It's like so. It, it's it's it must be more than a dislocated ankle, like we were saying. Oh, uh, Kyle week. Allen. Yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. like when I was watching the game on Sunday, I saw like an update that was like, "Yep, has to get surgery." I was like, "Yep, fucking called it." Can expect Bert Spacklin, MD, is batting a hundred <laughs> or a thousand. You know, I would <laughs> be wrong if I, if I didn't give you the credit that you deserve there because you did call it Bert Smacklin, MD. So yeah, thanks. It's Bert Spacklin, MD, uh, not Smacklin, MD. I'm higher right. now, so you're gonna have to speck on my okay. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we forgot to make sure. Is everyone all good and high? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm mega man. loaded, dude. I got this. <laughs> I got this Georgia pie shit. I'm fucking lit. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know what I have. It's just weed and I smoke it. That's all I know. <laughs> I got my Durban poison. That homegrown Durban poison. Yeah, Dub's got that Durban poison. Let me get some of that, bro. I'll drive up there and get some of that shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, well, let's let's get to the next game on the list, which is... Um, this is Beach's favorite. Yeah, the Eagles versus the New York football Giants. Now, before we jump in the game, though, I have a question I have to ask Meech about this. Did you see what Brett Favre said about the Eagles? I mean, I... I, I didn't, but I I, I, heard I also did. Would you like to educate us, Bert? Yeah, yeah. He fucking said that um they should have not traded away folds and kept uh and kept Wentz. They said he said that that was a bad move. So I want to know what Meech thinks about it. We saw it before. Wentz got back healthy with the Eagles. Foles will have ugly games sometimes. He will just look bad. Um. And especially if you're not on the same sink with your coaching staff, which I don't think he is in Chicago. I really don't think they're they're linked right now. But I, I really just think that um, that's that's not too far from the truth. I, I think that he's a hero in Philly, uh, BDN. And, um, you know, I think I think a lot of people are like, no, we should keep the younger one. Looking at it, I mean, it's hard to give Foles the kind of money that he was getting from the Jags. Right. Um, and so I, I understand why they chose to move on from him, but I think that every Eagles fan a little bit was like, should we get rid of him? He just won us the Super Bowl. But right. I think it, the case, you got to go with with uh, Wentz. And he can make plays that Foles can't make as far as he is far more athletic. And with the makeshift line that we've had this year, I, I think he's he's – and he's fumbled a lot, uh, but – I mean, I, I do think that he was the right choice going forward. Nick Foles does not have any mobility, can't, you know, do anything but get right. rid of the football. His so. big dick gets in the way. <laughs> <laughs> like a tripod just sliding down away from the fucking defensive lineman yeah, like chasing after him. Doing the fucking, like, tail slide like Godzilla on his dick. All right, well, let's, <laughs> let, let's get... just go back on their tail to fight. <laughs> Uh, I think my Eagles will win uh, in the juggernaut that is the NFC East. I think that we will remain up top of it. Um, as hard of a task as that is to do, I think the Eags will uh, will get it done this week against the, the Giants. Oh, I, I'm going to go I, ahead. Do not, I do not like the term Eags. Can we I not do, say I that like anymore? It either. Like, I'm going to tell you call them the birds, bro. Like, not Eags. Like, that Eags. sounds super weird. Sorry, I, I got us off the rails again. Your pick, Dubs? Uh, I'm also going to go with Philly, not the Eags, but Philly. <laughs> the Giants, last week, Daniel Jones committed no turnovers, and I just Ooh. don't expect that to happen two weeks in a row. Yeah, <laughs> He's due. He's, exactly. he's on a cold streak last week for turnovers. He's due this week. I, I see bet. some sad boy shots in his future. And one little fantasy tidbit to add in. The yeah. Eagles allow some of the most rushing touchdowns in the league. So a possible fantasy add in a deep league could be Wayne Gallman or Deion Lewis for a garbage time touchdown, potentially. I mean, Wayne Gallman's definitely been solved the last few weeks. I think he put up 13 or 14 um, the week before last. And I think he put up 15 last week. He's He's been putting out numbers if you need, like, you know, 
a, just a running back to fill in for buys now that we're on the bye weeks and stuff. I mean, he's definitely been solid. And, and against our run D, which, I mean, watch them come out and play great, but usually our, our linebacking core is not great. So we'll see what they do. But, yeah, he might have a big game. So All that right. brings us to Green Bay, Jacksonville. Yeah, buddy. All right, I'll start us off. Yeah, with you that take one. it away. I think it's going to be a complete repeat performance that we saw against the 49ers. Aaron Rodgers is just going to go out there and dominate. The Jaguars are 0-10 in their last 10 games, playing under 55 degrees, and game time temperature is expected to be 50 degrees on the dot. Also, yeah, man, I, I don't know how you can not take the pack here. Yeah, exactly. Jacksonville also is going to be starting Jake Lutton again in only his second NFL game, going to Lambeau to play against Aaron Rodgers. That just doesn't bode well to me. Yeah, I mean, you don't have the home field advantage that you usually do and that the, the fans aren't there. You do have that weather, though, that they have. That yeah. is that is still an advantage that does yeah. work in that city. For sure, yeah. You see it happen a lot. You see it happen a lot. Green Bay is just like a subdivision of Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's no North. Well, actually, it fucking is. I've got some homies in Wisconsin and, like, um... Shout outs to the Hussy, pretty good punk band. And uh, they one time I was like, yo, when it gets to like, you know, negative 17 or whatever the fuck it is, I was like, how do you like go get the mail or take out the trash? And I'll never forget, like their singer Bobby just looked at me and he goes, it's real simple, dude. You don't. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, what I was going to do my horrible Wisconsin impression and go, you don't, Bobby. You don't. Oh, no. It's really easy. All you got to do is watch it, Making a Murderer, bro. You just got to go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. Because I'm no. stupid. Because <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> we shouldn't be laughing because it's so fucked up. But, like, it is, it's such a sad response because I'm stupid. I, I don't think I've ever heard someone, like, just willingly admit that they're stupid. I hope, you know, I hope that kid gets out. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Poor Brendan Dassey, man. Yeah. Free Brendan. All right. Uh, next game, <laughs> we got uh, Buffalo and Arizona. So, uh, Meech, why don't you start us off on this one, bro? Yeah, uh, I mean, I think I think the Bills are going to win this one. Um, I actually think they're going to smack the shit out of the cards, honestly. I, I don't expect the cards to have that high-flying offense that they have. I think the Bills are going to stand up to them on defense. And uh, I think Josh Allen, despite my best my best guess, he, I, I, I never thought he was going to be great, but he has kind of proved me wrong so far this year. Yeah, I, was gonna I, say. I think he's going to come back with a strong week he had last week against Seattle and um, continue that trend. Huge Josh Allen guy to build off what you said. He had a QBR just shy of 140 last week against Seattle. Uh, his number one target, Diggs, leads the NFL in receptions with 63 and yards with 813. And so I agree with you. I just don't think Arizona's offense is going to be able to keep up. Yeah, anyone – that guy that you were arguing with over YouTube, we <laughs> talked about it last week, yeah, uh, yeah. talking about T.Y. Hilton, whether he was a number one receiver. No, a number one receiver is what Stefan Diggs looks like on the Bills. He is just absolutely killing it. Exactly year. what that team needed on offense. Yeah, like you were just like, oh, Josh, Josh Allen can't throw, Josh Allen can't throw. You give him Cole Beasley, who can catch, and you give him Stefan Diggs, who can catch, and all of a sudden he starts airing it out. I mean, Diggs is a huge reason for his progression, um, but both of them have just looked pretty good all year. 
And I like the Bills in this one, like we said, but I don't want to count out the Cardinals either. They've been great this season. Kyler Murray has completely stepped up, and he's looked just as dynamic on the ground as Lamar Jackson had last year. He's averaging 7.1 yards per carry, and he's got eight touchdowns on the ground. And to build off of that, if you guys had to start a franchise today between Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson, which one are you taking as your quarterback and why? I mean, I'll I'll take Kyler all day. He just has a better arm. I mean, he just has a better arm. And at the end of the day, you still need to have the ability to chuck it and um, the accuracy to hit your targets to be taken seriously to then be able to run. Um, you know, you can't you can't be one dimensional in this league. And I think Lamar has showed that he's had a better arm than people thought he had coming in. Yeah, I was but... about to say that. But I, I, Kyler Murray's far better arm. And like I said, with the stat I had, his running numbers have been pretty similar to Lamar Jackson's. They're not the like they're not a spinning image, but they're close. And when you compare the arm strength, I agree with you guys. I would take Kyler over Lamar as well. Yeah, I mean, there's not much else to say. The mother of Chechnya himself, Meech, has uh, kind of summed it up perfectly there. So. All right, next game we got uh, Chargers and Dolphins. Um, this is a fun one. The yeah. two rookies. Yeah. Air Bear. Air Bear. Bear. <laughs> Little Air Bear versus <laughs> Tua action. Tua's looked great in his first two games. He's had a QBR over 100, 103. And he, the Dolphins are looking for their fifth straight win. Yeah, I was going to say the yeah. Dolphins like recently have like actually kind of impressed me. So, I mean – I honestly think the Dolphins are going to win this. Uh, Tua looked amazing last week. Brian Flores has that team. As much as I don't want to admit that being a Belichick disciple, Brian Flores has this team playing their ass off, and they've honestly just looked solid. I mean, they're just a solid team, and the Chargers are the Chargers. They're going to find a way to lose games. It's going to be close, but I'll you give know you a stat for that, Meach. Scored. <laughs> 25 plus in five straight games they've only won one of those yep yep i see some sad boy shots in air bear's future we should make they should make a movie like Airbud, except like air bear and have it be like him as a bear <laughs> never mind that's we got a idea i take that back we gotta put out a stone sport smoking game where every time you see a sad boy shot of a QB, you gotta take a hit. Oh God, stay away from Giants and fucking Chargers games. Jesus Christ, be fucking smacked for the whole day. And WFC, you gotta stay away from that too, because there's some sad boy shots in those games too, bro. I see, I see what you did there. I like it. Yeah, yeah, bro. Little WFC, got it. I'm, like I said, speaking it into existence, man. Speaking it into existence. <laughs> All right. Um. Then we got. Uh, the Broncos speaking it into the... existence, yeah, bro. John Gruden speaking into existence that this fucking football team is gonna go somewhere. I didn't give the Raiders a single shot at the start of the year, and mm-hmm. they have an outside chance of making a wild card spot. They haven't looked terrible this year. Derek Carr has yeah, been their rushing attack has been really good. They picked up Devontae Booker from the Broncos, who they're playing against this week, and he's been a great secondary back to josh jacobs he's taken the load off of his shoulders and really helped out that offense this season yeah man i mean i'm not a huge gruden fan and i don't know if they'll win this game you're not um, a you're not a gruden grinder Mitch. i am not a gruden grinder <laughs> man i don't i think he's overrated but that rushing attack that he has built is formidable i mean you have josh jacobs who i always call brandon jacobs 
Um, can't imagine why. Uh, I haven't seen him for you know ten years in my fucking division. I hope I never but, see um, him again. Fuck a giant. <laughs> but yeah, Josh Jacobs is great, and then like you said, they they've done a good job of supplementing with uh, Booker and Jalen Rashard as the pass catching back. I always forget um, about Rashard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, and he's valuable. Although he's got his role there. As a fantasy owner of Josh Jacobs, he did catch a ball last week. Um, so maybe Gruden, maybe start throwing to him. Also, could we call plays that get him touchdowns? <laughs> maybe. And uh, with Denver, we kind of touched on it a little bit last week, Mitch, where you tried to compare uh, Drew Locke to Russell Wilson. And I was like, <laughs> what but um, you were kind of right with your point where at the end of the game, they kind of just let him go. And the last few weeks, it just seemed like it's been too little too late for Denver when they let Drew Locke really go. And that's why I, I actually I'm I'm picking the Broncos here. I, I legitimately Ooh, think off the sides. Yeah, I, I legitimately think that one of these weeks, uh, you know, he's he is going to will a comeback. He's gonna have to take some Advil because his back is going to hurt from carrying this team to victory. Uh, I think Drew a Locke's broken going... clock is right twice a day, Meach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's 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 yeah. not wrong. But I, I do think Drew Locke is going to win. I, I think the Broncos are going to beat the Raiders. I, I just see it happening. I'm, I'm going to kind of deviate from format here and, and make a prediction myself and say the Raiders are going to win. But I do dig the Let's wisdom go. coming from double. It's like very Spock-like. It's kind of dope. Raiders nation. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even a Raiders fan. I just Raiders, I'm not either. I, I just think they're going to win. Yeah. Shout out my Uncle Brian. Big Raiders fan posted everywhere. Can't fucking stand it. <laughs> all right, all right. Next game, next game. We got the Seahawks and the Rams. Who we taking, Meech? The way the Rams have looked the last few weeks, I, I think the Rams are gonna. I, I think they're gonna beat the Seahawks because they just have no defense. I think the Rams' offense will be good enough to beat the Seahawks' defense, and I think the Rams' defense will be good enough to hold the Seahawks' juggernaut of an offense. Um, I think at the end of the day, the Rams are going to walk away with this victory. Yeah, I think you are wrong. I think, the, <laughs> I think the Rams offense cannot keep up with the Seattle offense. I agree that they can probably pick apart the Seattle defense because they look porous. But the Jared Goff, that just ain't it. And the Sean McVay trickery, it's cute, but it, it the novelty wears off after a little bit. And Russell yeah. Wilson, I, four turnovers last week, I don't think he's going to. Yeah, I I was going to say, I think that's like the four turnovers and and really them losing last week is just like a result of him just like we said last week, just getting beat the fuck up. Right. I mean, like the like the Bills, though, the the Rams have a great defensive line. They're they're going to come after him with all their might. Yeah, true. It's just it was like one of just a classic Seattle bounce back game. But yeah, and and there might be something to that. They, They don't lose back-to-back very often i feel like i feel like they usually learn from their loss and move on with a victory but i just i don't know i feel good about the rams maybe it's them being in la title town one one month <laughs> so i mean uh you know title town that some of that title town magic might have rubbed off on the Rams. yeah i mean back in the day i was a rams guy so i, I gotta take the rams there um okay so let's uh get to the uh oh hold on hold on hold on hold okay on, hold all on. right all right the floor is yours the floor is yours i have a question for both of you two. Oh, okay okay 
So DK Metcalf's last two games, he's got 19 catches for 269 yards and three touchdowns. Mm. Is he the best receiver in the NFL right now? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you definitely have to. Yeah, strong consideration, but yeah, I think so. It just and it's 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 different too. He his size is what makes him different than like a Stephon Diggs. Um, like that. Yeah, literally took the words out of my mouth like I, honestly i don't think it's even a question like yeah there might be some other people in the conversation i think the only other one like... that's a conversation right now through nine weeks of the nfl is Devonte adams i mean Devonte adams hopkins is still up there Diggs has uh, been great yeah Diggs has been great i mean you you just you really do there, there's a lot of great receivers out there, and I actually don't mind if all of them think that they're the best. I mean, Devontae yeah. Adams last week saying he was the best receiver, he's played like it. I mean, he yeah. took heat for that. Look at his games. Like, he is crazy. DK Metcalf is right there. The scary thing with Metcalf is it's his only, only his second season. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't have a problem with, like, any player – well, I guess I do if you if you really don't have the, you know, the walk to back up the talk. But, like, if you have the walk to back up the talk, like, shit, I don't give a fuck. You know? Like, yeah, if I, you're I in the top five player, in like, your position and yeah. then you, you just say you're the best, I think that's fine. Yeah, like, I, I, want, I want the good players to, like, feel like they're good. I feel like that translates to success, you know, in and of itself. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, Devontae Adams doesn't have – Tyler Lockett opposite of him either. So you do have to account that's that. I mean that true. Yeah. That 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 offense is pretty solid. It's got MVS though. Yeah, watch star. out for that guy. Okay, so can we now proceed to the next game double? Do I have your permission, sir? Let me check. <laughs> yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. Where was the confirmation back, though? That was okay. You just it went radio silent. Check it. I had to check the notes. All right. So next game, we've got uh, the Bengals and the Steelers, I believe, is the matchup, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So uh, who we take in double? Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm The defense you. is just too, too much. The offensive line is not going to be enough to protect Joe Burrow. From a fierce Steelers front seven, and if he does get a pass off, he's going to deal with Minka Fitzpatrick and Artie Burns and the rest of the secondary lurking back there. So, give me the Steelers; they're going to stay undefeated. Yeah, I, I I will say this though: I was talking with um my roommate, who one day we'll have on the show because I've mentioned him like four times already in these two episodes. Uh, Sked, and he did make a good point. If you go and look at like the Steelers' last four games, they're playing teams that like in theory like on paper they should be like blowing out of the water and yet they're very close games so like the question to me in that situation is like is it that maybe the Steelers aren't as good as we think they are or is it that every team they've faced has just had like one of those weeks for the past four weeks where they've just kind of you know elevated their game which can happen when you play a really good team to me it felt like the closest they've come to losing was last week to Garrett Gilbert yeah to Kyle's cousin Kyle. Yeah, Kyle's cousin Kyle almost beat the Steelers last week. Yeah, shout out. To yeah, I mean, Papa I'm, Dubs for I'm, that info. Thanks, man. 
I'm picking I'm picking the Steelers as well. I mean, yeah, they've had they played in some close games, but I think they're one of those teams who kind of plays down to their competition. Right. And so last week I just don't even think it's not like they were looking forward like they have the Bengals this week, but I definitely right. think they thought about the Bengals more than they thought about the Cowboys because the Cowboys have been an absolute joke this year. Yeah, yeah. It's probably true. They've had a ton yeah, of I mean they're they're one of the most balanced teams in the NL NFL, if not the most balanced team. Um, and at some point they'll they'll get that offense clicking, but that defense is just a stalwart. It's it's great to see. I, as I love defenses like that, just they they demoralize you, and that's it's that's what good they to see T.J. Watt come back last week and be involved in a sack too. Yeah, like those presents felt. That's what star players do. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the Steelers are the right call. I, I don't know. It's just like looking at the scores because I haven't watched all of those games, you know, to be completely honest. But like when you just look at those scores, it's it's kind of like uh, that's a little concerning. But then again, you know, the score sometimes is not reflective of, of the play in the game, you know, so the Steelers defense have had six games this year where they forced two or more turnovers. And that's uh yeah. Kind of a scary stat. It is, for sure. Definitely a scary yeah. stat. Yeah. And Joey Bats, uh, I as I've been calling him, Joey Bats is <laughs> he's a great quarterback and he's going to be the future of that franchise. Easy on but they just have boy. outside of their their wide receivers in Cincinnati, they legitimately have no other players. Like it's it's Burrow and the wide receivers and that's it. Yeah, but they do have And Mixon when he decides to show up. All right, so let's yeah. uh, let's get to the uh, the last game here, which is the Niners against the Saints. So, um, Meech, why don't you uh, start us off here, bro? Is there is there anything to start off? I mean, the Saints are going to beat the 49ers. <laughs> 49ers, as we saw last week, are basically a minor league slash XFL team right now. They just yeah. don't have the the team that no one on their team is is available from the previous season at. Uh, the the Super Bowl season. Sorry, I shit the bed there. Uh, the the Super Bowl season. I mean, they'll have some of those guys back this week because a couple of them were on the COVID list. But a lot of it's just injuries. I mean, they're just they're just yep. riddled with injuries. Most yep. injuries in the NFL so far, and, and you can tell. You can tell. They're expecting yeah. Mostert to be back this week as well. Yeah, Moster, and then they'll get some receivers. Ayuk will be back yeah, um, as well. So I mean, they'll they'll get their receivers back, which will make a difference. I just I still think they're just so hurt, and the Saints are good. I mean, you saw it. Michael Thomas comes back, and the Saints start you know killing it. Yeah, yeah I'm glad you let me start off there because I think you nailed it. This game's probably going to start off the same way the Saints game did last week, where it's over before you even know it. Yeah, but. Yeah, like you said, Michael Thomas came back. He had six targets for five catches, and he was Breeze's most targeted receiver again, so it looks like they didn't even miss a beat with him being out for half the season. But I want to ask you guys, you kind of touched on it with the Steelers. Now that we've seen the Saints rattle off a few wins here against some playoff contending teams in the NFC, are they a real threat? I I don't know. I mean, after watching – the game last week all right first of all full disclosure like i'm no drew Brees fan i'm not saying he's a bad player i'm just not a fan um but i i do think like last week and maybe he's looked this way the whole season again i'm not a fan so i'm not really paying that much attention to him but last week watching you know some of the game because i didn't watch all of it and you know and then watching the highlights he was like 
kind of like just in a fucking groove. Like he was throwing quick passes when he needed to and then taking his time when he needed to. So like that's fucking dangerous, dude. Like if you have a quarterback that's like hitting a groove like that and just making the right decisions at all right times, that's fucking dangerous. You know, whether or not they're going to go all the way, I'm not so sure about that. But I do think, you know, they're definitely in the conversation because they were looking dangerous last week. But again, the Bucks were looking like you said it best, like not a professional football team. So I don't know if that's any real, you know, um, indicator. Way to judge them. Yeah, exactly. Indicator. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah. But I don't know. How do you feel, Meech? Yeah. It just speaks to the, the inconsistency of this season. You don't, like I said last week, uh, the Chiefs are the only team you're really confident about at this point because even the yeah. Steelers, even the Saints, even the Buccaneers, even the Seahawks, even the Bills show you flashes of greatness and then shit the bed another week when they have no business doing so. And it's just, you just don't know. And other than the Chiefs, I just, I think everyone's a question mark. I So I think they're a solid team, but I think a lot of teams are solid and do they build from this and then just keep the train rolling? Like, do they just keep the momentum from last week's game rolling into the future schedule? Or do they do what we've seen, like the Bucks did last week and shit the bed right after a great week? You know, and, and it's just right. it just speaks to the inconsistency of this year where you're just really not sure about any team other than the Chiefs maybe the Steelers but even then sometimes you look at them and you're like I mean yeah they're good but like your roommate said I mean and and like we've all seen they don't win by much sometimes when they should I mean they were 13 point favorites against the Cowboys and it was so close a lot of their victories aren't convincing victories right right well they let the other team hang around for sure yeah well I mean like I said though like sometimes I don't think like in any sport really except for maybe the NBA like, the score is not always reflective of how the actual game went. You know what I mean? But you did mention um, something interesting here, you know, the inconsistency of the season. Why Why do you think that is? Because, you know, like like I said before, like, this is kind of like me coming back to football. And it you're right. It is a very – it seems like an inconsistent season. Why do you think that is? Do you have any ideas as to why that might be? Well, I mean, it, it's definitely COVID-related, right. especially in – like situations with the Bucks, the Colts, teams that had a new QB that didn't start camp and practice together. Right. You know, they they look like they're behind some weeks and then other yeah. weeks they look like they're clicking on all cylinders. And it's just, you can have, like last week, you can have your whole wide receiver room missing because now of these protocols that they've implemented, the stricter protocols, they're segmented into those populations. So it's a lot of inconsistency as far as who's available, when they're available, and then just meshing together. If you haven't had, you know, one or two years under your belt working with each other, as far as timing and just anticipation, really. Well, anything else you want to talk about boys? Uh, guess just briefly, I'll touch on the Pats. Yeah. Last week, uh, we eked out Meech. I think that was the word you're looking for earlier. Eek, not (laughs) eek. Eked out a victory against the winless Jets. Uh, yeah, Kenneth dude. Looked at the start of the game, and we just kind of dwindled from there. We didn't look great. 
But we talked about Big Dick Nick at the start. How about Big Kick Nick saving the fucking day for us at the end of the game with a 50-plus yard game winner? Nick Bolt. Guy's built like a brick shit house and he plays fucking kicker. Big fan. (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't watch the uh, full game. I think I watched the first half and then I had to go handle some work-related shit. So I I didn't get to watch the full game. So today, you know, knowing we were going to do the show, I went and watched the highlights and – I mean, a couple things I noticed is, like, it seemed like, you know, I, I don't mean to take anything away from your team, Double, but it, it did seem to me like the Jets kind of, like, just fell apart. Like, it, especially in the last quarter. Like, you watch I kind of they, like they, they didn't – they actually didn't look bad. And, and um, who is it that's QB for them now? Is it Flacco? Flacco started in like I'm sitting there watching this shit and I'm like man maybe they should have just rolled with Joe because like that shit's he's he looked good he looked really good and they looked like a better team not a great team but a better team and then the fourth quarter comes along and they just fucking fell apart man yeah through his whole career against us Joe Flacco has always given Belichick problems I don't know why he's not the typical quarterback that does give Belichick problems but he's been a thorn in his side since the first time he's played them but yeah i agree the jets kind of probably should have won that game they were in control it felt like for a while the pats felt like they were kind of chipping away from behind for most of the game even though the start looked really good one positive anything away from the pats you have to take stuff away from the pats because they've been dominant for 20 years and this year, they don't. They don't. They can't look take like away from shit. the Pats, Meech, are six fucking rings. So I'm glad you got that one. You can enjoy it. We'll look at our fucking trophy room full of them. Well, if this is a trend in, in which direction your franchise is moving, it's not looking great. Yeah, I mean, the Jets almost won that game. And that's a little laughable. But Flacco did look good. Three touchdowns, one interception, 262 yards. Uh, but this is what he does. He looks great one game, and then he looks like crap another game it's why he got the elite quarterback question it's why you know they moved on from him in baltimore he's inconsistent it's why he didn't start in denver very long he's not a great quarterback but yeah he did look better than darnold given his what 20 years of experience i think that's to be expected yeah um you know it's funny though watching that game and it was actually a better game than i thought it was gonna be um it was it was kind of competitive which was yeah i mean uh, you know, interesting. Yeah. Um, Cam looked like he got a little bit back on track as well, um, which is good. I'm a big Cam fan, so I, I do feel happy for him that he looked like he's he's getting a little bit more rhythm than he had looked last two weeks. Um, with the rhythm with him, I have one positive and one negative kind of with that. Yeah, for sure. He seems to be building a good rapport with Jacoby Myers. It seems like every week he's getting more and more targets and more and more catches and they're looking for him in bigger and bigger situations. But it also feels like that's the only guy that's getting open and that's an issue. Like we've oh, had I mean, people the... injured and Edelman's out. We don't have any tight ends currently. Like we have Dalton Keen, Devin Asiasi, and uh Ryan Izzo were all out this week the same problem that brady complained about there's not look at that wide receiving core it's horrible it's it's, it's not not a new problem it's been a problem and he he masked that a little bit with his ability to escape people have to look at him as a viable option to escape the pocket and get yards and touchdowns and you didn't have that with brady before 
Exactly. So that and, and that was my point the first week when everyone was like, "Oh, look at BD. He doesn't have weapons, but he's doing it." I'm like, he brings a little bit of a different dimension to it. But especially at the start of the season when you didn't really know what the Patriots were gonna like show you, you didn't know what they were gonna be running and what the new offense was gonna yeah. look like. So I feel like the first couple games we kind of caught people off guard. Yeah, it was funny. I heard a stat. I mean, you know, everyone's been shitting on the NFC East. The AFC East has apparently seen 26 coaches during Mr. Belichick's time frame there. Uh, 10 from the Bills, 10 from the Dolphins, and 6 from the Jets. It's about to be 7 for the Jets because, let's be honest, Gase is not surviving this year. Yeah, And I was just... I was shocked by that number when they reported on Monday Night Football. 26 head yeah. coaches. Two of those are Rex Ryan and two of those are Adam Gates. That's that's even still though, you take four off that number. That's still a crazy fucking number. It is dude. still a lot. Yeah. Also, Rex Ryan was one of the more competitive teams against you guys in that division. So <laughs> don't take too much away from him. I mean, he actually made the Jets look relevant, which they have not the since he's Bills left. the last year or two. That felt like the last time the Patriots really had to like get up for a division game was the Rex Ryan Jets. Yeah. For sure, and yeah. not including this year, obviously. But I was just shocked to hear that number. It was like it was a shocking number when I heard that. I was like, "Holy Christ!" Uh, they have been good for so long in that division. Um, but I mean, looking forward, I mean, the Bills have their head coach, and the Dolphins, I think, have their head coach. I think he's done a great job there. Brian Flores has done a great job there. So, all right. Well, before we go, I have one thing I have to ask. Double. Can you say the word room for me? Room. One more time. Room. <laughs> the bedroom. You say that shit so fucking weird, dude. I noticed it last time when I was editing the last show. You say you say room. Room. One more, yeah. One, one more time. Yeah, like move over. You need to make some room. <laughs> all right, all right. That's enough. All right. Any. any I last... think that's just the Massachusetts thing. I feel like. All right, well, uh, that's going to do what it do you for say? us. I say room. Meech, like Roomba? Room. Meech, say room. Room. Yeah, like deep see, Roomba? Meech says it correctly. You say it incorrectly. Which, the fact that I pronounce something correctly is shocking. And someone else <laughs> does not. Because I cannot speak. English we know you're just dyslexic, Meech. Hey, hey, okay. hey, hey. Don't talk about my boy like that. All right, that's going to do it for us this week on stone sports thanks for listening follow us on all social media that's instagram twitter youtube and twitch it's all stone sports podcast anything else you want to say boys before we go no okay say goodbye peace we'll see you That was a hot mess inside a dumpster fire inside a train wreck.